0: The rickety state transport bus was the last to leave the small, run-down bus stand in Malkangiri. On board, apart from the driver and the conductor, were sixteen people, all making their way to Bhubaneshwood via Koraput, a neighbouring town. Till the early nineties, Malkangiri was a part of Koraput, but it was carved out as a separate district in 1992. The vast, dense jungle of Malkangiri was home to several tribes. Dotted with steep ghat.s plateaus, valleys and wooded hills, the area was beautiful, though secluded and lonely. In one of the blocks in Malkangiri, Ganjali, the local coordinator of an NGO, was resting in the dark and isolated balcony of the Dak bungalow. The bungalow was about 25 meters away from the main road connecting the highway passing through the town to the bus depot. The only people in the bungalow were Ganjali and the caretaker. A lone bulb glowed dimly in the hall of the bungalow, threatening to go off any time, casting surreal shadows on the walls. Some would have found the scene intimidating, but not ganjali Even though Bubaneshwar was where he carried out most of his lobbying, he was not new to Malkangiri. The caretaker in the dark bungalow didn't know that, since ganjali was staying there for the first time. "'Why is the dark bungalow empty? Does no one come here?' He asked the caretaker.
1: People do come, Sahib, but they mostly leave before night falls. They stay back for the night only if they miss the bus or if something urgent comes up. Why? Because this place is not safe, Sahib. You are an outsider, so you do not know what happens here. Please do not venture out in the night. Just put off the lights and go to sleep. These are bad times.
0: I am anyway waiting for the bus to come. I will be leaving in an hour's time. Oh,
1: yes, yes, I completely forgot, Sahib,
0: the caretaker said as he went his way. Good for you, very good. Ganjali saw his back disappear behind the weak wooden door of the balcony as he lifted his legs up, bringing them to rest on the railing. The bus would be here any time, he thought. He patted his bag and felt the consignment. It seemed to be in order. There was another bag in the bedroom. He decided to gather it on his way out. After a wait of around thirty minutes, Gunjali heard the rumble of the bus in the distance. He got up immediately, went into his room and picked up his bag. On his way out, he tipped the caretaker a few hundred rupees, which lit up the caretaker's eyes. The sound of the bus was getting closer. He ran out of the main door towards the gate and then onto the road to the bus stand. He was the only person at the bus stop, not a soul in sight, even the stars had forgotten to light up the sky. Had his weight at the balcony not gotten his eyes used to the darkness, the blackness of the night would have blinded him. A couple of honks told him the bus was not too far. Within a few minutes he could see the headlights of the bus coming his way. It was an antiquated bus, looking like parts loosely held together by nuts and bolts and kept in place by layers of mud and dirt. It screeched to a halt at the bus stand. Ganjali got in through the door at the far end of the bus. There were enough seats for him to choose from. He quietly picked the one towards the front. Sitting on top of the rear wheels made him nauseous. In any case, most people were sitting in the front and he just followed suit. A few stared at him, wondering why he got in through the back door, if he had to walk all the way to the front for a seat. The bus moved. It was a journey which would take him another five hours to reach his destination. By daybreak he would be in Bhubaneswar, from where he had to take a flight to Mumbai, where his family lived. Reminiscing, he went over the events of the past few days. The hostile meeting with the tribals, the work his organisation had started there, the apathetic local administration, and allegations of working against the government. His wife had warned him it would not be easy, but he was extremely passionate about the cause of the tribals and he had, against all odds, taken it up. Both his grandparents belonged to this region, and he had not seen any progress in the tribal areas since the time his parents decided to leave Malkingdi and move to Mumbai in search of a better life for themselves and their children. He rested his head on the window grill as thoughts of his wife and kid haunted him. It had been a month since he had seen the innocent smiling face of his child, which he knew he would never see again. A tear squeezed itself out of the corner of his eyes. He wiped it off hurriedly reminding himself that he couldn't afford to be emotional or weak. This was the time to demonstrate his strength, the strength of his team, his group, and the entire movement of which he was an integral part. The work he had begun had to be completed.